All in preparation for the challenges that lie ahead. This is a show that feeds the mind with inspiration and truth on the issues of the day. If it's important to your life, you'll find it here. Hosted by Malcolm Out Loud. Well, I don't know, folks, if you've had a chance to see the news reports and FBI Director James Comey comes out and talks about he doesn't know why, but the numbers don't add up. Seems like we're not getting the arrest out there. Things are not happening. He blames it on the viral video. And he says perplexed, and let me read this quote here real quick. He says, and I quote, I don't know what the answer is, but holy cow, do we have a problem. And he's referring to this as the Ferguson effect. And this again is from the FBI director, James Comey. So I want to bring on the show with me here again, as I told you up front here, Lieutenant Randy Sutton. And again, Lieutenant Randy Sutton, you you know who he is. You've heard him before. Uh, more than 34 years of extensive police experience and investigations. He's retired Las Vegas Metro Police Department, author of True Blue, Police stories by those who have lived them. And A Cop's Life, true stories from the heart behind the badge. There's some great stories in here, friends. I've read them. They're amazing. Randy's an interesting guy for a lot of reasons. But more important than that, you also know him because he's on America Out Loud, our platform. He's, his show, Police Radio, is doing absolutely outstanding. Uh, we've had some, he's had some stellar guests on. And this is his brand new radio podcast show that is really doing remarkable. We just started it. Right, Randy? Yeah, we did. It's uh, It's been doing amazingly well yeah. just in six weeks. You're doing great. I mean, you're on it, and you and I talk all the time, and you're on it. I'm so proud of you, and proud of you taking the leap and saying, you know what? Let's, let, you, you did it. You did it. I mean, we talked about this for a while, because you used to come on my show over the last couple of years, few years, actually. You'd come on several times, and we talked, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it was great stuff. And we got to know each other through that way. And then this was a natural when this America Out Loud launch and and, and, and Randy says, hell yeah, I want to get out loud in America. Count me in. <laughs> so <laughs> the timing could not have been better. And so Police Radio was born and it was with our initial launch. We have a great stellar lineup of shows, folks, if you haven't checked them out on AmericaOutloud.com. Please remember to subscribe to the network on iTunes. Rate and review it all there. We're just getting started with this. We're going to have another six, seven shows out in August. Uh, the network is blowing up big, and uh, we're very excited about it. The numbers are growing fast, so uh, thank you all for your support there. I want to talk about this news story, and then I also want to talk about Police Week, which I think is starts, well, this year it's on the 15th, and I want to talk about that with Lieutenant Sutton here in just a moment there as well. He wrote a very compelling piece, I want to tell you, very edgy, in town hall.com which is a great site many of you probably know it out there and um, this piece is not for the faint of heart now the title of it is ban president obama from police week so to say that you're not uh, afraid to step into it would be an understatement lieutenant sutton huh (laughs) you know what um i mean we're we're way past the point where we need to mollycoddle um these politicians especially president obama so uh I absolutely do tell it as it is and because it needs to be told. Well, that's one of the things I really enjoy about you. Uh, there's no question about it. But let me get back to the story now with James Comey and tell, tell folks what's going on. So what's happened is, is this, basically, uh, in a nutshell. The numbers don't add up. He says here 
a whole lot of people are dying. Uh, I don't want to drive around it, he says. Uh, Comey was noting that the most murder victims were black or Hispanic men, and that his assessment was derived from uh, that the fact that a lot of police officers are not getting aggressive. Uh, that, In other words, they're doing their jobs, but like instead of getting out of their car at 2 a.m. and going and ask a group that looks like it could be trouble, that like what's going on or something, uh, he says here, this is his words now, he says, you know, uh, there's a perception that police are less likely to to do the uh, less likely to do the marginal additional policing that suppresses crime. They're getting out of your car at two in the morning and saying to a group of guys, "Hey, what are you doing here?" He says that's kind of not happening, and the numbers are falling fast. The arrest records and crime is way up. I can only imagine, Lieutenant Sutton, what you have to say about all of this. I have lots to say. You can guarantee that. Well, you have the floor right now, brother. Go ahead. All right. Well, first of all, let, let me compliment the FBI director for having the guts to say what the president has told him not to say. Amen. And it, because he is a straight shooter and he's a very, very smart man. Um, I, have a, I have deep and abiding respect for him. He's telling it like it is. Um, policing has changed in America. And, he, and the reason he calls it the Ferguson effect uh, is because it, it was born from the events of Ferguson. And of course, you know that I'm, I'm heavily involved in, in that discussion. In fact, my last week's guest on, uh, on police radio was the former chief, Tom Jackson, who lived the nightmare of Ferguson and in fact was pressured into resigning because of what took place. So the, the FBI is absolutely correct, when the FBI director, when he says that what has happened here and, and this is almost handing a victory to groups like Black Lives Matter um, because police officers have seen that when they do aggressive police work, which is what they should be doing, of course, uh, and, and, and working on suppressing crime, they are being victimized. They're being victimized by a biased media that loves to take a little snippet of videotape blow it out of proportion and make it look like the police are the enemy. You have politicians who are absolutely uh, uh, whores that, uh, that appeal to their base of voters by, by sucking up to groups like Black Lives Matter and other organizations. Well, the political class, uh, Lieutenant Sutton, that's all about whatever way the wind is blowing, let's face it. If they think they can buy off a few constituents, they're going to do it. Um, and that's what's happening. You're so right with the political class, uh, you know, Lieutenant Sutton. But i got to tell you, um, he's he's saying here that there is a, a real problem. Of course, you and I already knew, and obviously a lot of law enforcement know knew that there was a big problem happening here. He's saying here, that he has come right out and what he says back to what you just said he calls it the viral video effect and as you just said they're capturing a few of these seconds and then you see a video of something happening but here's the problem friends you're not seeing what happens before that viral video and you don't see what happens after it so your mind is laid to the few seconds you see because everybody has a smartphone camera and so this is all being sensationalized in the media do you agree with that Oh, absolutely! It's it's it is in, it is in its truest form propaganda. Wow! Um, because because you see, it's very easily to, it's very easy to manipulate um, people when they see this very this very um, uh, dramatic video of, of of police use of force. Now, let me let me explain. I I view my role 
in, in the media as a translator because I translate the truth about policing to uh, to people who they would they would have no reason to understand uh, the intricacies and the decisions that police officers make because they've never stood in in those shoes. I have. And so what I view my role as being able to translate why those officers um, are using force and to and to try and explain um, the reasons behind it. Because police use of force is one of the most um, misunderstood aspects of policing. So what is what in essence, um, the police use of force, whenever you got whenever you have to go hands on with someone. You have to use violence. That's the way it is. That's 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 a police officer's job. And police violence doesn't look good, no matter how, no matter which way you look at it. When you have to put your hands on somebody and they don't want to go with you, you have to make them. Right. And that is not a pretty sight. No, it's not. No, it's not. And then we've seen what's happened in all these other markets here. Before I pause here a moment, Lieutenant Sutton, you know, you take a consideration. Everybody remembers the visuals, not just of Ferguson, but take a look at Baltimore, my friends. I never thought I'd see anything like that in my lifetime here, let alone to see what took place in Baltimore. It was shameful, and I was embarrassed. Uh, I was embarrassed for a lot of reasons. I was embarrassed the way that the political community, through our uh, police officers and the entire law enforcement community uh, totally under the fence here. I mean, they buried them in Baltimore. To me, Baltimore was worse than anything. That was worse than, that was like Ferguson on steroids, and that was everything else on steroids. You just couldn't get over it. The other stat that you have in your town hall article, which is quite fascinating, is the uh, increase in deaths of police officers this year over last year. The number is pretty staggering. I'm going to share it with you right when we're back right after the break. Thrill Life, we'll be right back with you in just a moment here. Get your home organized now with Closets by Design and get 40% off plus free installation. To schedule a free in-home design consultation, call 1-800-BY-DESIGN or visit closetsbydesign.com for more details. So again, Lieutenant Randy Sutton, again, he's the host of Police Radio on AmericaOutloud.com. I want you to check out his the show on Ferguson, by the way, he did with the uh, Ferguson chief, who, by the way, I commend, is a remarkable man. I never really heard him speak as eloquent as I did in the interview with Randy. And I got to tell you, I think you really uh, did a great talk with him. You know that. Oh, you know what? I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed talking to him. He he really didn't hold back. Uh, he didn't. He did he not. He explains exactly what happened. He did. I was so pleased and surprised to hear that. I really am a big fan of his, uh, Lieutenant Sutton. I want you to know that. And at some point, i got to tell him. I, I need to get him on national radio at some point and tell the story, too, because I really enjoyed listening to him. And I think you did a stellar job. But the show this week as well is a very fascinating one. To see an 18-year-old student take her last breath. And this is really a subject that is near and dear to many of us who follow what happens in the military. It also happens absolutely, and probably even more, in our law enforcement. It's PTSD, friends, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, They call it the silent cop killer. And Rob Michaels has created an organization called Serve Protect. I really like this guy, too. You know, there's some remarkable human beings that are in these law enforcement organizations. You know that. 
Oh, they absolutely are. That's what. That's why I'm. I, I was so proud of uh, of my 34 year police career because oh, I, I got to interact with people like this all the time. I, you know, I got to tell you, I've learned so much from you. You think you've learned from me, and you always tell me that. But I've learned so much from you, and I've learned so much from the class of people you hang with. And I am in such an awe, Randy, of these people. I want you to know that. Well, you know what? I appreciate that, and and they really need to be uh, highlighted and and. and um, have their message put out to the public. I, what do I tell you all the time? America out loud. And what I also tell you off the record, I'll tell you, I'll tell you folks right now what I tell, what I tell Lieutenant Sutton off the record. I tell him, you know, Randy, we put these posts up there. We get them all over out there in America. We put them on iTunes, podcast, everything else on AmericaOutloud.com. We put all the links in there, their Twitter, Facebook, and anything else they need to run these organizations. And you know what? We're going to kiss their ass. <laughs> is that not what I that's, tell you? That's that's right. That's right. And they deserve it. I don't make any bones about that, do I? That's right, for sure. You know, I'm, I'm happy to call it as I see it, my friend. That's about all I can say to you. So, and I think somebody has to applaud this, and I and I, and I'm the and I'm the guy that's going to do it. So that's that's what we do. All right, we're talking about this uh, this FBI director uh, James Comey and what he did here, which I, I was really pleased to see. This you were just saying, as so many other people say, that Director Comey is a very honorable man, uh, very well high regarded. He has his plate full right now. I don't think anybody really wants to be Director Comey right now. You know that. Oh, he's. You know what? There, there's a guy that's got. Uh, he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. Does he ever? He could impact the next election more than any singular person on the planet, Lieutenant Sutton. This man could impact the next election in a huge way. Not to be funny here. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's amazing. But his numbers here obviously don't surprise you. And then you get this town hall, pe- pu- uh, pu- uh, town hall piece that you've got here, this column. And before we talk about Police Week, uh, you've got some stats in here, which to me are eye-openers as well, where you say the numbers of income Increase from officers who have died already in 2016. Wow, Lieutenant Sutton, you're saying to me that there's already a 50% increase over this time last year. Yeah, and it, it, well, if you would ask me that um, last week, it was a 100% increase. Um, that's that's the, the reality of the murders of police officers. So far, there have been 36 police officers killed in the line of duty, and we're only in uh, in May. Uh, and and 18 of those have been murdered, um, mostly shootings and then some uh, some other forms of killing. But the what what is what is so important about this is that it coincides directly with what has been taking place socially uh, in the United States with the lack of respect with the um, with the the, the media uh, narratives about police trying to kill you know, unarmed black men because they, they're racists. And, and, and you know, uh, the, the, the reality is this, a new, a new uh, poll, uh, excuse me, a new study was just completed by uh, Washington State University. And their research reveals the truth, that, that police officers are three times less likely to shoot an unarmed black man as opposed to a white man. That's the reality. You mean that's the reality, today's reality? That's today's reality. Exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what's interesting? This is the third study that this group has done since the 70s. And it has is, it is, uh, been, been the same. The, the results have been the same since the 70s. Wow. Wow. So uh, what I don't understand, which uh, help me understand this, but, you know, you never seen anything quite of what happened. What did you would you agree with my assessment when I said made the statement before the break, Lieutenant Sutton, about what happened in Baltimore? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Baltimore, 
was the see here's the thing in Ferguson right. it was uh, it was totally unexpected it was it was it was done uh, what what took place there was based on the lies of hands up don't shoot and the originally the the police tried to really suppress and they were they were being fairly effective until the politicians got involved in it and then everything went insane well in in Baltimore right from the get go the political leadership the, the, threw the police under the bus um, did not allow them to do their job did not allow them to wear protective gear and actually ordered them to stand down and let the city burn it, that was the mayor's direct order so what we saw was was the ineffective leadership and destructive leadership that took place right from the get-go in in uh, Baltimore, and you see what happened there. You know, the Baltimore mayor, which was a complete travesty. I mean, I've talked about this, uh, you know, verbatim here on, um, on on radio here, and but I want to say to you, what I don't understand: what was the motive of the White House and other politicians, leading politicians? Why do you did they do you think they didn't think this through? Do you, do you think is it possible? No, is, just the opposite. I you, think they have thought it through. I think they have thought it through um, very very well. Wow! Wow! All right. No, I, no this is this isn't uh, this isn't uh, this didn't happen by accident. You you mm-hmm. you you tell me that they like what they have now. Yes. That that, that they want this anarchy. This is the best distraction from uh, from the real problems facing our country. And, and it's perfect for them. Plus, you got you have to understand that President Obama, his um, his hopes and dreams really coincide to a great degree with the um, with the Marxist uh, organizations like Black Lives Matter. So they're philosophically not very different. Wow. Wow. So you you believe that and, you know, you bring up a really, really, really interesting point. And, you know, whatever you believe out there, folks, but you got to realize that a lot of the things that go on are distractions that are intentional. Now, I never thought of this in the way that you just described it, Lieutenant Sutton. I never thought of this in the way that this was an intentional distraction. I know other things are, and I get that. I'm not a conspiracy kind of guy, so I'll be put that right out there for y'all. You know who I am. I speak facts and direct and direct talk, out loud truth, we call it. But you know, you bring up a very valid point because the kind of decisions they made and how they made them, they would have to be complete buffoons and idiots if if they had done this and not thinking this was going to be the result. Because what's happening right now, you've got to tell me right now. Now, law enforcement from coast to coast and border to border right now, it's it really is hands off. And you can't blame them, can you, Lieutenant Sutton? You can't blame oh, them, can you? Of course I can't blame them. I, you know, I have I have a communication with quite literally hundreds of police officers a week. And I mean, personal communications. And, and I hear this uh, I, literally on an everyday basis that, that the police officers are afraid of not only their their political leaders they're also afraid of their own police departments and this is what really breaks my heart that you have police agencies police administrators chiefs sheriffs that um that are would rather kowtow to the political and media machine and and sacrifice 
the uh, the the street cop who is making the actual decisions. Wow. Wow. Well, listen. All right. So I want to remind people. Well, let me do this before we before I go here. Uh, police week. Tell me about police week. The 15th through the 21st it's in Washington, D.C., where every year um, police officers from all over the country and the world gather at the police memorial, which is in Washington, where the names of every law enforcement officer who has been killed in the line of duty is engraved. And, and every year the president typically speaks at this? Most well, let me put it this way: Until President Barack Obama, ever the the the, the president showed up every year. Um, sometimes Obama shows up, sometimes he doesn't. So, you're, wait a minute. You're saying to me, is this a fact that before this presidency, whoever the president of the U.S. was, they were always at this gig? Um, in my in my memory, and I I went every year. I Got mean, it. I was the I was the assistant commander of the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department Honor Guard, and I'm very close with the people at the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund. In fact, I, I, I was the, the, one of the greatest honors in my career was just before I retired, I sang the national anthem for those people, for the 30,000 law enforcement officers and survivors that were gathered there. So I'm very, very familiar with them. In fact, let me, let me put it this way. Under... George Bush's um, administration, he not only spoke every year, but he took, and he never announced this, no one ever knew it, but I saw it with my own eyes. He set up a tent and he spoke with the families of every single police officer's family that, that was killed that year in the line of duty. He had a private session with each one of them and spent the entire day talking to them. And that's something that that is unprecedented and of course when Obama took over he his perfunctory remarks were were uh, you know not not even he didn't even try to to be <laughs> he didn't even try to you know when he's when he's passionate about something you can tell well when he doesn't give a shit about something you can tell that too and he couldn't care less about the police officers wow that's why that's why I have just created that video ban Obama from Police Week, and it was published uh, in uh, townhall.com and is available today. Okay. Well, I want to I want to tell people that, you know, we all need to celebrate Police Week and celebrate the unbelievable and fantastic job that our law enforcement do in keeping us all safe and all the incredible deeds that are done. And somehow ahead, it's got to get better, Lieutenant Sutton. I really believe that. I commend you for all your work always, for everything you do out there for law enforcement. It's absolutely incredible. And also for hosting Police Radio, which is an unbelievably terrific show. You've done a great job with it on America Out Loud. Encourage folks to go there subscribe again on itunes to police radio and america out loud right there folks and again thanks to lieutenant sutton for being here you're going to find um, this whole show is on the site america out loud along with the youtube video and the town hall article will all be on the site you can catch it all there and get a sense of what uh, lieutenant sutton is up to right now we'll talk to you next time lieutenant lieutenant sutton thank you Thanks for having me. All right. All right, folks, thank you for joining me today. Again, it's Malcolm Out Loud. Remember, get involved, get loud.